Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. There's nothing worse than a dreadful start to the week coming off a weekend like you dread every Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning. It's called the Sunday Scaries, and it's a real thing. And a lot of people experience it, and that's that feeling of dread that you have as the day goes on on Sunday, knowing that Monday is looming. And it's not good. No, it's not a good feeling at all. They say the Sunday Scaries are feelings of intense anxiety and dread that routinely occur every Sunday. They often start in the late afternoon, and they continue into the evening. However, depending on a person's level of anxiety, these feelings can start as soon as they get out of bed on Sunday morning. What an awful way to spend your Sunday. People often describe it as a pit in the bottom of their stomachs that grows as Sunday progresses or anxiety that haunts them throughout the day. They can snowball into physical manifestations as well, such as... A racing heartbeat, sweating, difficulty breathing, trembling, upset stomach, trouble sleeping, headache, uh, and in extreme cases, depression or even a heart attack. Jeez. And this is people that are basically dreading their work week. This goes back to a conversation we had. It's been, it's been a couple of weeks ago now. Talking about if you would yes. benefit from a career change. Early on in the podcast, even though this is our third week, I think it was the first week we talked about uh, if you would benefit of a, from a career change, how you would benefit. And I talked about having recently made a career change and the positive impact that that's had. I don't have the Sunday scaries anymore. No. It, it, it And it makes you think, right? If you get up every Sunday and all you do all day long is dread the upcoming week and going back to work on Monday, as I mentioned earlier, it might be time to look for something else to do because you don't want to live the rest of your life like that. It's not a good way. No. Change is an option. There's life after what you're doing, (laughs) right? I I think that's the thing, but... When I, I, I had never really heard that term, and uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I had passed by it, and I thought, I've dealt with that for a long time, where you just don't want to go back to work Monday. And it's not just a, oh, the weekend is over thing. It's the anticipation of what kind of obstacles you'll meet right. in the week. Right. Or, or what kind of deterioration your mental health will take throughout the week. That's the honest to God truth. And I think a lot of people know what we're talking about. Maybe that's why they have the Sunday fun day, they call it, <laughs> that drives people to drink because it's in anticipation of the upcoming week. Well, because it, it numbs your feelings and you don't have to feel the feelings of the Sunday scaries. <laughs> it's true. Some, I know. It's not It's not a soapbox. It's I know. True. It's the honest to God truth. So, yeah, I, I think I... I didn't realize that a lot of people dealt with that. How different do you think? So today's Monday, and this is your final five days at your full-time radio job. Right. How do you think you'll feel on Sunday night, Sunday afternoon? This Sunday? Yes. Knowing that a uh, almost 
three-decade career in radio is maybe done or at least on pause, I would say I'm going to feel pretty good. I'm going to be honest, I am. I'm not. That's good. That's how I'm, you should feel. I'm at a point right now where I think that that's where I need to be. And doesn't it feel good to say that with confidence? Yeah, I, I believe that I have passed that point And just out of an abundance of caution, I've hung on as long as I can. That's the honest to God truth, right? And Friday will be your final day. Friday of is. Of your broadcast yeah. Terrestrial broadcast career. So I will be here. Well, it got, it's been drifting this way for years anyways, right? But that'll be it. It'll be it, you know, it'll it'll be it'll be different. It certainly will be different, but I'm kind of in that mode now and you and I talked about it all weekend long. We waited for the right time. And I think we're I think everything, it's weird to say this, but the older you get, I think the more people will understand. You reach a point in your life where you feel like everything that you've done to that point was meant to get you there. And that's And that's the ups and the downs. It's not all obviously a pleasant experience. No, but you can see kind of why it all happened and why it set you up the way that it did. For what's to come. And all of the things that you have learned over the years, now you have in the bank. Mm-hmm. And that makes you... It's exciting. Yeah, it is. I'm, I am. I'm very excited. It, it's it's going to be a bit strange to not do radio anymore. It will be. It, because it's just... And, you know, and we talked about this last week. For me, it's not a bad thing at all. I'm just... I'm over it. <laughs> does, that, does that sound crazy? No, because no. I, I have been out for... Two months now. Yeah. And uh, it's like every day just keeps getting right. better. Yeah. And again, if, if you're new to our podcast, we are a married couple, like we talked about in our intro. And we have both you know, pretty extensive careers in broadcast. And we did a morning radio show together uh, for the past 11 years and started a family on top of that. It's been it's a wild, been a wild ride. ride. It's been a wild ride. <laughs> So, yeah, back to the Sunday scaries. For a while, I, I had that kind of that regret in the bottom of my, you know, in the pit of my stomach. And I was like, you know what? No more. It's done for me. That's a good indication that it's time to explore a change. Right. Your body will tell you. And who who was the, uh, you have a friend that said, you know, you can just quit. I do have a friend who <laughs> said that. And then she did. And then like four <laughs> other of my friends did. So, and, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people across America doing that exact same thing, by the way. And, of course, there's a little bit more thing that goes into it. But in reality, you are free to make that choice. Sure. And that was what her right. point was, was you can just quit. And the and honestly, if you really want out, there are other things that you can do. If a you, lot it, of other yeah, things. if you really want out. And, and, and a lot of us are at a point where you'd be surprised you take that first step and you find that you're much happier anyways. A lot of people. I know so many people, and even in this industry that I've been in for almost 30 years, I know so many people that won't make change or better themselves simply because they have a fear of stepping out of 
that comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? And it's not even a comfort zone anymore. It's more of a trap. It's more of a discomfort zone. It's a, it, well, it's almost like you being feel stuck. Yeah, it's like being in prison. It really is. I was talking to a friend um, on Friday, and and she has also recently left her job. And um, I said, "Well, how how's it going? How do you feel?" And the word she used was relief. Yeah, I, I think that's like, a wow. Lot. That's quite the word, right? To describe you know how you're feeling after leaving a job. Yeah. But I I completely get it and relate to it. By the way, there are things you can do. They say uh, change your mindset if you get the Sunday scaries. That's not as easy to do as a lot of people would like to say. Like, like keep that mindset like, I go to work tomorrow, keep a positive can-do attitude. It's nothing new. I'll be okay. But you're subjecting yourself to the same thing, and you're not be, you're not winding up happier at the end of and the that, day. And that could be good advice if if you weren't absolutely miserable at your job. Right. If you just had the Sunday scaries because all oh, the weekend's over, that might work. But if you're truly miserable, I don't, I don't think that's going to do it. It says uh, also treat yourself to Monday morning perks. Enjoy a, 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 an exceptionally good cup of coffee or listen to your favorite podcast George and Jess on podcast. your way to work. Apple Podcasts, right. Anchor.com. We're here with you. <laughs> they say sleep. Get enough sleep. That helps a lot. Visualize a better Sunday when you wake up. Work on some Sunday projects. Get some exercise. Create a to-do list for Monday. Think Those are just some of the things that you can do. It does feel good to go into a Monday, whether you have Sunday scaries or not, feeling prepared for your week listen i i agree and not and going back to the original thing we brought up i'm telling you you would be shocked at what a can-do attitude can do for you and with that can-do attitude use that to start planning your exit if you need to be proactive right yes be proactive be like open yourself up for opportunities because there's a lot of them out there right and then when you get a new opportunity Keep that good attitude and excitement right. for it. If you want more in-depth on this, by the way, if you go to our podcast, go to georgeandjess.com. You can search George uh, and Jess, the podcast. Is that what it is? Or George and Jess podcast? That's the one. <laughs> okay. If you search it in that bank, look back for the one that talks about uh, leaving your job, a career change. Do you feel like you'd benefit from that? I forgot what we had. I'm going to tell you what episode it is. Because that feels like... and Because then you can reference back to that. Without... Episode five, would you benefit from a career change? If so, in what ways? We get into it um, deeper on that. Yeah, right. So I would encourage you to check that out rather than start every week with a quit your job podcast. <laughs> right? Uh, speaking of aging and mortality and life decisions... You brought to my attention something that uh, is gaining steam once again that was popular about 15 years ago. It's boudoir photos. So this is when people take photos in whatever level of undress they're comfortable with, whether it be a nightie, a bra and underwear, nude, whatever. But there are photo- photographers who specialize in these types of photos. And about 15 years ago, I would say, Uh, They were a very popular gift that women would have them taken and then gift them to their husband or boyfriend. But now I'm seeing a lot of women that I know talk about getting boudoir shots and like keeping them as a keepsake for themselves. 
as a reminder of what they were like at this point in their life, kind of a gift to a future version of themselves. Do you know what I right. mean? Sure. To remember. Yeah. And right. I love it. It's, and they're not, there's this movement of, you know, don't try and get in shape or don't diet for two weeks before your photos. But I mean, let's back up on that. I, <laughs> oh, oh, before your photos. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I was going to say, because let's not get away from the fact that it's all right to get no, in no, shape. No, 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 no. I mean, like, right. don't okay. push yourself to change your body right. before you take these boudoir photos. Just accept yourself right now in the moment and take the photos and be proud of them and and imagine yourself you know 20 or 30 years from now you know you're you're as young as you're going to be right now that's that is a fact so you know why not just embrace who you are right now because this is as young as you're ever going to be right and i love it i love the idea of doing that and keeping them and just owning who you are do you think that uh do you think that in Let's say you have those shots taken when you're 30. Okay. Do you think at 50 or now even 60, because people are much younger for Mm -hmm. much longer, right? That that could be a negative (laughs) thing to look back at that and it's just like depression and be like, oh God, what's happened to me? No, because it's easier. It's easy to say just Age gracefully and, and you know what, and accept it and embrace it. And you're beautiful the way you are. And I can tell you from my personal experience, I would love nothing more <laughs> than to go back and feel like I did when I was in my late 20s or early 30s because I don't feel like that anymore. And sometimes that can be way heavy on you because it's a realization. And I get again, what you're saying. Yeah. But... There, there's also the mindset piece that comes into it where I look back at myself 10, 12 years ago and I remember thinking like, oh, I'm fat and I need to lose 10 pounds. And when I lose 10 pounds, I'll be happy. And now I look back at myself then and I'm like, I was so damn cute. Skinny little thing, young, you know, and like I, I felt bad about myself then. And so I think it's about shifting your mindset to being like, this is who I am right now. I'm I'm going to look different in 20 years, and that's okay. But there's nothing wrong with being okay with who you are and, like, wanting to remember that in 20 years. You know, I, I honestly hope that people can really embrace that because it's easier said than done. I, I, I know, and, and there are still times when I look at older photos of myself and feel like that tinge of sad or longing for looking like that or being that young. I think it's also a hard pill to swallow when you realize that you're never going to feel like that again. I mean, you could honestly, and I've said this before, you can get into shape, really good shape, because I was just telling you this this past weekend. I said, man, when I look at young guys, like when Noah plays football in the fall, he's going to be 10 here. This weekend. Friday. Yeah. When I watch him with his youth football activities in the late summer and early fall, I will sit there in a lawn chair and just watch them and remember what it was like to run around and just play like that. 
and to feel like that and not right? not be able to get out of bed the next morning. This is an honest. <laughs> this stuff like this really happens. I can tell. This is what you have to look forward to. <laughs> now, this past weekend, it was Friday. I was working from home, and uh, you were out and about, and I don't. I was doing some running around. I was busy with work. You know, there was one thing I actually had to run into the office to do. And there was a lot of ins and outs and getting Clara in and out of her car seat and blah, this and that. And at some point in the middle of the afternoon on Friday, I realized that I had done something to my back. I know this sounds funny, but it's the honest to God truth. And it laid me up for a good chunk of the weekend. And it was just below my right shoulder blade. I pulled a muscle and it was... And I thought to myself, I'm like, I would have never done this. By I, the time I got home Friday at about 5.30, you were basically immobile. I know. You were like, ah. <laughs> ah. Like, and, Do you need to see a doctor? And I think I aggravated it by playing The Floor is Lava, which is one of Clara's favorite games. And if, you, and if you're familiar with this, there's a lot of bending over and grabbing things. And, and jumping. And, and, and jumping. Standing and, and leaping. Yes. And so I literally, and then I woke up Saturday and I was like, oh God. So I iced it, took ibuprofen, did, tried to do some stretching. Did some like CBD salve. Yeah. And I did that for, you know, the last couple of days. And today I'm finally feeling a little bit better. But every time something like that happens, I am reminded again that I am not the one or, or the, the young man I once was. But don't you think there's a certain level of wisdom that you have at your age? Yeah. Where you you know deep down that you're never going to be that young again. And like we right. said earlier, you have everything you've learned over the last 15 years. And I think taking that into the next 15 years, you can just appreciate where you are right now. I, Yeah. Does that make sense? I, yeah, it does. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, and this is going to sound crazy, but I don't want to make it sound bleak. I'm just saying oh. it's it's one of the things that you will notice, but at the same time, with the wisdom and life experience and street smarts, I'll just use that term because that's what it is, that I have now, I'm much happier than I would have been and more confident in my decision-making abilities than I was 20 years ago when I was in my late 20s, early 30s. Exactly. So I'm in a much better spot. And Because honestly, when I was, let's say, 28 years old, I would have never just woke up one day with the Sunday scaries and go, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to do something different. Yeah, I'm going to do something different because I was so hell-bent on moving forward. Absolutely. Right? And and making my my radio career move and, and, and successful. In, at any price, it, it didn't matter, right? So I, now I have not only the ability, but I think I have the mental stability. To, <laughs> That's important too. To, to make those kinds of decisions. But, but you know, I think the physical thing really starts every time I get an ache and pain. I'm like, why is this happening? There's some mornings you get out of bed, your feet hit the floor, and you're like, man, I feel really good. And then there's mornings where you're like, oh. And, and, and it could be the slightest thing, like, we, you and I are both battling a cold right now. And the whole house, our whole house is. Cold. I know. Sometimes, I don't know if it's allergies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we are. Can't get too excited. It makes me cough. Right, right. So we're battling something, but it's just simple things, right? Or when you play with the kids on the floor and you get up and you're like, you got to do that. 
And I didn't know that I did the uh until Clara did it the other day. And I was like, what was that? And she's like, that's the noise you make when you get off the floor. And I was like, uh, cool. Uh, and I'm fairly in shape. So that, Yeah, that's a real thing, I though. I exercise pretty regularly, and I still do the uh. Yeah, they talk about bodies slowing down. If you think about it, I mean, a lot of professional athletes, you know, I think of professional baseball and football players, even basketball players, they get into their 30s and they're seniors. I mean, they're they're <laughs> old guys and their their careers are coming to an end and their bodies have been beaten. They just don't work like they used to. I, like, and I'm 20 years ahead of those guys. The, the hubbub about Tom Brady and how old he is. He's close to my age. So I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I look at him and I'm like, how does that happen? That'll make you, Tom Brady will make a guy feel bad about himself. No, that you don't let it, you don't let it make you feel bad about yourself. You either get inspired by him and adopt even a couple of his habits or you just be happy for him. But I wouldn't let Tom Brady, he's a professional athlete. Right. I know. Let but, him make you feel bad. But, but he makes a lot of other professional athletes feel bad about wow. themselves because he's in Again, his maybe they should adopt a few of Tom's habits. Late 40s, and he's probably in shape as good as anybody in their early 30s. That, yeah, and that's why people don't like Tom Brady because he's super successful. And Yeah, he's he's made a lot of very solid life choices. I've made a lot of very negative. Off. <laughs> right, right. There's still time to turn it around. There is time. I've always said that if I ever wake up one day and I'm like, that's it, I'm going to turn it around. I'm getting on the Peloton. I'm going up to JP Fitness. <laughs> I'm going to tell John, turn me around. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is there one thing that you've always wanted to do in life, but because of your age and what you feel may be physical limitations that you haven't done yet or are or, or apprehensive to even try? A physical thing? Yeah. Whether I don't, I'm, I'm talking whether it be mountain climbing, scuba diving, I, I, whatever. Is there something mm -hmm. that you've always wanted to try, but you feel like, oh, God, I wish I would have done that when I was younger because I don't know if I can do it now. For a long time, I thought I wanted to do a triathlon, but I don't know that I actually did want to. I just think I wanted to say that I had done a triathlon because that doesn't interest me at all anymore. <laughs> no. When I even saying it, I'm like, Ooh, no, thank you. Um, well, you're not much of a swimmer, right? And that's putting it mildly. Okay, so and that's a no. big, that's a big part of the swim, bike, run. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did a lot of physical. I I ran, I think I've ran close to ten half marathons. Is there a sport, perhaps, that you? Wanted I've to always pick up? wanted to learn tennis, and I love I've always tennis. had this narrative that I don't have hand-eye coordination, I and that's something might. that's come from. When I was a kid, I was told that, and I just believed it, and I've always just carried that around with me. I don't have hand-eye coordination. I can't play ball sports. I'm bad at sports. Who told you that? That sounds like a very negative. Um, a did, lot. You did you have a lot, a lot of people telling you that? A lot of people did. Um, <laughs> we don't want to dime anybody out. So maybe tennis, because I don't know that I do have bad hand-eye coordination, and I certainly think I could learn. I love tennis. And remember the one time that we went up to uh, the tennis courts about a quarter mile from our house here mm -hmm. to, to try to. I uh, think I need to probably pursue lessons for someone who is not you. <laughs> Listen. You're not the most patient I, teacher. I, well, come on now. We only, we, we gave it one shot. You do like the outfits. Duh. <laughs> They're adorable. And I, I asked Claire, I'm like, do you want to learn to play tennis? By the way, I think. There's going to be a facility. So in, the pickle barn. Yeah. 
is opening this summer, and they're going to have youth tennis lessons. The owners of the Pickle Barn are uh, Gustavus tennis players. I love that. They're they're so dangerous. I need to find that. By the way, that's one of the things I enjoyed when I was younger that I haven't played. It would probably feel good. And we have tennis courts walkable everywhere 10 minutes from our house yeah we've got them all over town we'd be so cute with our little rackets and like i could get a pleated skirt there's a lot i want to do and i mean i'm looking forward to it because i think i'm gonna do it i would like to hike more and i don't feel like there's any physical limitations on me for hiking it's just a matter of buying the right shoes and doing it there's but i would like to do that there's something very satisfying about hiking Mm -hmm. and I, i have a hard time explaining it but when I was uh, in the Marine Corps, we hiked a lot, except for it wasn't like what you do now with a really pair of comfort. Like a you know, cute little camelback. Yeah, you're and not wearing a on. camera. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it wasn't like that. But I remember, you know, putting all that weight on my body and going, you know, 25 to 30 miles. And just, it was an all night thing, right? And then when you drop your pack and you're finished and you're at that point, there's just, it's almost like running a marathon. It was a very satisfying feeling, and I got good at it. Now I don't want to do it like that anymore. No, but I would like to. I would. I could see where people get into the, like if you go to some of these, the Valley of Fire outside Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, all of these places. I could see where that would be fun. I, I mean, even I think, you get out east in the summer along the I Appalachian. Think so too, yeah. and I've I for a lot of years of my life was very connected to nature. I really like to be outside. I like to walk and run. I feel like I've lost that a little bit in adulthood. Sure, me too. Because of yeah. time. You know, that's a huge can be a huge barrier, but I would like this summer as it warms up to get out more and do things in nature, whether it's a walk or a hike. Um even 7 Mile is a beautiful right. spot where where you can bring the kids. Right. You know, it's not dangerous terrain, but that Desert in Las, right outside of the city in Las Vegas. That's the next, a state or national park. The next time we go, we should bring. Yes, I would love yeah. to do that. Well, I'll tell you one reason you'd love to do it. There'd be some great Insta shots oh, out there. I'm like already planning, like, what color bike shorts and matching sports bra set do I wear in the desert? Sorry, I, I got distracted. I love that idea because I also, I grew up on the edge of Voyagers National Park, which is right on the Canadian border here in Minnesota. And uh, Lake Captogama, Rainy Lake, Namak in that area, if you're familiar, that's where I grew up. And uh, I always, I mean, growing up hunting, fishing, things like that were really the things I did. Mm -hmm. And I was having lunch with a uh, friend of mine here one time who still does those things. And this was not too long ago. And he said, why don't you do them anymore? And I thought, well, you know, it's funny you ask that because as soon as I got out of college and I started pursuing what I do now, which I'm going to conclude here in five days, (laughs) uh, I dedicated my whole existence to it. And I just gave up on a lot of that stuff. And I I still enjoy it a great deal. It just took a back seat. Mm -hmm. And I honestly would like to get out there and do more of it again. That's why I would get out at night. There's something so tranquil. There it is about, literally, and and especially I love being in our yard and I love our gardens, but just getting away from even your home, right? Whether it be a park or 
walking on the trail or I down love, by the river. Well, it's nature, and I think that was one of the reasons you and I bought the home that we did that's on a ravine lot, Completely. Right? And we have a fantastic big backyard that is, again, leads into a ravine. We have deer and turkeys and, unfortunately, raccoons and fox and all of this Possum. stuff. Yes, we have all of these things that quite, come in. quite the little band of furry animals. Well, the reason is I set up a little sanctuary with a heated bird bath and, like, probably have a half dozen bird feeders. And I, I think that's, like, my connection that I'm missing with Mother Nature is my birds. Yes. And now I sound like a million, like I'm a million years old, but well, I do love to go out every morning, especially through the winter when they really appreciate it, and feed the birds. And I do it every morning. And now even the birds are your homeboys. They, they, they like don't even move when funny. you go out there. It's funny how they wait for me. They're like, right? oh, good morning. <laughs> Glad tidings. What do you have for it? Oh, is that black oil sunflower seeds? Yum. There's a lot of things, though, I think that I'm now, again, it goes back to this don't be depressed and don't get down and don't let the Sunday scaries depress you. And when I, when, again, when we're talking about Sunday scaries, we're talking about that feeling that a lot of you had yesterday throughout the day as you were anticipating getting up Monday morning, the weekend is over and you're right back into the grind. Do we need to end these episodes with a disclaimer? Like if you quit your job, George and Jess are not responsible. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do we need to call our attorney? I feel like. Listen. If you go back and listen to that episode. Episode five. Episode five, we talked about, do you think you'd benefit from a career change? It's very interesting. And that's one thing that they were calling the great resignation in America since the pandemic. And I call it the great awakening because a lot of people just realized they didn't have to take it anymore. And there was better things out there. I like the great awakening because it's, well, it's more positive. I know. And that's why I like it. And it's, it. It just really um, explains, I think, what a lot of people are feeling right, right now. Right. So now, if winter could get over, so I could get out in nature, oh, find man. a little peace, that, tranquility, that, that would be fantastic. We've been teased. Can we over the past few can weeks? Can we tax deduct a trip to Vegas if we take Instagram pictures in the desert? I wonder. <laughs> that that would that would be a uh, a question for our accountant, <laughs> and they would be. And he, Hi, Brad. We have a quick question. He would be like, um, <laughs> I don't know. You never know. The funny we have a, we have to go on a business trip. The, it's funny you bring that up because one year ago we were mm. today we one were one year ago today we were in Las Vegas and we were it was just starting to come back to life and we basically had the whole set that whole boulevard. It was a fraction of the people that are normally there. I keep there. getting pop-up reminders from my pictures last year of us doing our photo shoots on the strip, like, without a care in the world. Right. Literally. <laughs> it, we, we, we had, it, it was fun. There were still masks It inside. was still a little weird, yeah. and it was really crowded. Like, once the day, early in the morning, Vegas is never crowded, and that's my favorite time right. in the city. I love. you really get to take in the architecture of the, the hotels and casinos, which are incredible right um but as the day went on last year it got crowded it did strip did yeah yeah i would say this if you've never done it here we go again if if, if you've never done it, it get up early i mean really early like 6 30 or 7 o'clock yep. in the morning and i know that's not always the easy in vegas if you're out drinking a lot the night before but 
get up early, go to Starbucks, grab yourself a coffee and just walk the boulevard because they clean it up at night. It's why it's, it's wide open. There's a few people, a lot of people run. A lot of people run. Up and down the boulevard. Which should be cool. I've never done that before. So they do that. Or in the morning would be a beautiful time to go for a hike. Oh, Wouldn't it? So beautiful. All right, that'd be a great way to start the day. And if you go to that, um, is it the north end where like the the win and Venetian are? I, I, that is, yeah. I think that and is if up you, north. If you go down to the north end, you really get a view of the mountains from some of those uh, pedestrian skywalk yeah. areas. And you forget how beautiful the terrain is. It is. Oh, my God. Out there. Yeah. It's, uh, and I'm talking about that area down there that is by Resort World, Trump, Venetian, Palazzo, Wynn, Caesars, and Mirage are even farther down on that end. That's the place to be. Yeah, if you look like this. Why are we plugging the Northeast? Vegas? I don't know. Why this, don't... Ha- this has turned into a Las Vegas endorsement. By the way, <sighs> we did find oh out. Can, we we, did... can I tell the story? Yes, tell the story. So in September of 2019, shortly before everyone's lives changed forever, we... Went to Las Vegas to MGM Grand Arena and saw the Eagles kick off their Hotel California tour. It was the very first show on the tour. They did the entire Hotel California album, front to back, didn't say a word. They were all in tuxedos. Beautiful stage show. They take a break, come back in jeans and t-shirts and do like another hour and a half greatest hits. It was it was almost four hours of the Eagles. They have Glenn Fry's son, Deacon Fry, and Vince Gill taking Glenn's spot um, as he passed away a few years ago, and it was epic. Does Just talking about it right now, does it make you want to be there for the conclusion of the tour? So we leave the concert that <laughs> night, and I'm like, here's what they need to do. They need to go on this tour. Of course, we didn't know right. that the pandemic was going to happen. So it's September, 2019. I'm like, they need to wrap this tour back up in the same venue and do it one more time in Las Vegas. I am not kidding you. Saturday, I'm at the grocery store waiting in line, scrolling on Instagram. And I get a pop-up ad final show, the Eagles MGM Memorial day weekend. Where it all started. And I was like full body chill. (laughs) Like, Holy crap. This is exactly what I said. Right. Right. Doing it. By the so, way, when we went to that show at MGM, uh, God, it will be three years ago this fall. I said to you, we were on the corner of the stage, literally. Timothy B. Schmidt was standing right there. I, I was like, you could, I felt like it all, I could reach out and touch him. And I said to you, I hope you enjoy this because you're never going to see these guys in this kind of a setting, this intimate and this close, doing what they're doing again. But we could. But wait. Yes. But wait, there's one more chance. It's we're going. I want to I am see. going to be there <laughs> because I said I was right? going to be there almost three years when ago. When you said that, that freaked me out a bit too, because it was funny. Everything in our life has now come full circle. It's weird how all of a sudden we'll have this. This is another topic of discussion. But does it not seem like over since January first, a lot has gone right in our lives? Yes. 2022 has started off pretty good. It has. Really good. I think if you believe that blessings are always on their way to you, they will be. Manifest. I know you think I'm nuts. Manifest that stuff. I know you think I'm nuts, but. Well, all right. We hope you don't have. Happy Monday. Yeah. We hope you don't normally get the Sunday scaries. 
if you do, consider a career change. Go back and listen to episode five and then think about whether you want to stay at your job. George and Jess are not responsible for any job or career changes. Remember, you can find all of our shenanigans on our website at georgeandjess.com and you'll find us on social media as well. Search George and Jess podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Facebook. Feel free to weigh in on our posts. Send us a DM. Let us know you're listening. It's been awesome to connect with so many of you over the last couple weeks. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Talk to you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.